How are you? I'm all right. How are you? You're not okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. I've had bad days and then okay days. Oh, that's still, it's not yeah. great. It's just, um, yeah, it's not great. No. What's the worst? Or who's the worst? <laughs> just having people around me all the time. <laughs> yeah. And like I, I go to the shops once a day. Yep. And I get a coffee, so that's like my big treat. But yes. Sort of. There were so many people out today, though. Well, we went for like Rob goes down to our local like cafe, goes to Zuby and gets a coffee every morning. Hmm. And um, we went today, and it was like keeping social distancing from everyone took you like about four doors down. Yeah. And then. Um, and then we went for a walk around the lake, which, you know, almost killed me because the biggest walk I've done so far in the last three weeks is basically from the bedroom to the lounge room. And, um, gosh, there were so many people out. And we were, like, talking to each other, just going, okay, this is ridiculous, and then sort of going, yes, but we are the traffic. You know, yeah. like, and you're yeah. sitting in the traffic complaining about it. And um, that uh, the heads the police commissioner, when he was on the telly earlier in the week talking about how there was going to be charges laid, criminal charges against the um, Ruby Princess, he was talking about how the rates of infection are higher in areas in beachside suburbs. Yeah, you guys are fucked. Because everyone's out. Everyone's going for a walk. Everyone's, you know... And my friend Mary put an interesting thing up to say, saying, yes, you can go surfing, but should you go surfing? And that's that well, I didn't feel, I didn't get as well. Because I'm thinking, well, I'm doing, you know, everyone just has to, anyway, blah, blah, blah. I know. Well, that's it. You know, this is the, that was the first walk that I did. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're all out. And how is this, you know, this is not social distancing. Even if you then give each other a wide berth as you walk along. Also, it made me really tired and now I have a headache. It's just that tiredness, and we'll talk about that Hi. actually. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Hi. Um, I know the tiredness. What is the tiredness? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that too. Because that's just ridiculous. Um, that my baking has just moved up to like some sort of stratospheric, just com- competition level sort of sort of production line. I made bread. I made a no, no need bread today for the first time in about five years. It was actually very good. Oh, here's Oscar. Oscar's just been for a walk. Hi, Wookie. Hi. And he's not. He's not good. He rang me to tell me I'm no good, Mum. No good. It was all dizzy. I think he went because it was still a bit warm out and very windy. My oh, God, it's so windy. Today. Yes. That, okay. Should we start? Yeah, we've started. Oh, have we? Yeah. We've been going for three minutes. <laughs> Welcome to the hot flush. You're <laughs> your host, yeah. Mrs. Luke and my friend. <laughs> my friend, Mrs. Berry. I can't believe it. Did I say anything dreadful? No, you didn't at all. Oh, I thought we were just chatting and I'm saying, why, are we, why haven't we started? And we have started. So that was an interesting start to the podcast. It was. Well, you know, I just, we've just got to mix it up. We've got to keep everyone on their toes. I know. And so, you know, yeah, I'm just going to take some Panadol. So my low point. Okay. Yes, your low point this week. Um, was about two days ago and yeah. Mr. Wig and I went up to the butcher shop. We were lined up outside the butcher shop because you can only go into at a time. And he said something I didn't like. So I told him to go and fuck himself in front of half the neighbourhood. Um, oh. I stormed off and stormed home. What, you did or he did? Me. I walked oh, home. Oh, my God. I was God. so angry. And then I realised that I'm getting my period tomorrow, so that made sense. So I, I slunk I the door. I swear to God, you get your period every second week. <laughs> and the other thing that I want to know, Kim, and is, is this the same with you? I was thinking, like, surely I'd be using this time being stuck at home 
decluttering and organising and my house has never looked worse. <laughs> a, you know what I'm like too. I'm normally quite tidy but it's a bit. Yeah, no, you are, you are like I, yes, I come to your house and go, holy shit, I've got to lift my game. Um, well, I think a lot of people got the decluttering thing out of their system really early. Like, so I did my pantry the week before anything even really started and then the next and then the next week was when I did the I cleaned out something really random the fridge remember I cleaned my fridge like pulled everything out and cleaned it and it was just insanity and so I think everyone sort of did that stuff and and then they just sort of got really bored with it and went, oh, what's the point? Like, because then you just got to clean it all again. What is the point? What is the point? So my daily minimum standards are, like, to unpack the dishwasher, do a, a load. There's so much washing on the floor next to me. Oh, yeah. Overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and then at night, like, have a shower, get into bed by 8.30 and watch some ridiculous <laughs> Things like How to Lose a Man in 10 Days or last night I watched that American Sweethearts, you know, just those stupid <laughs> rom-coms that I never, like, I sleep, I've slept before the end of it. <laughs> hey, um, oh, gosh, I was just going to tell you something really. I haven't, I think I've only done two loads of washing in the last week. Like, because I just, we're all just, I, I mean, I'm just wearing house clothes, you know, and then throwing on a, some sort of work outfit for an hour or two every other day. And then, um, so that's kind of nice. But then, of course, so then the sorting, like there's washing washing baskets down the back room that still have school shirts in it. They haven't been at school now for three weeks. Remember school? Remember school? Remember those days when they left the house and they got vitamin D? Do you, do you make yours go outside? Yeah. See, I try and make mine go outside and they kind of just won't. Uh, mine are, you know, mine are sporty heads. So, yeah. um, they and they're both very good um, tennis players. Like, well, I don't know why, but extraordinarily good tennis players. I know why because I remember those long years where you would do, you would go and sit there while they'd have their tennis lessons. Oh, uh, when they I were, remember there yeah. was some, there was some How incident. Huh? Humpty Squad. And the fear of things dressed as other things. <laughs> Humpty, Humpty would come out at the end of every term and give them all a lolly and he'd just lose his shit. He was only about three, you know. But, like, this Easter Barney, like, taking him to the Royal Easter Show was, like, legitimate nightmare because, you know, everyone's dressed up as a character and there's all characters walking around like the big <laughs> men's and every time he would see one, he would just lose his shit. So... We used to have to take him in when he was three. He was so cute. And show him the Humpty outfit that was like, and then get him to kick it, you know, like it's not real. Oh, my God. I don't know where I was going. Oh, yes, that's where I was going with that. So they, so Jack's 14, Harry's 16, um, and they're both quite competitive. So they'll go out on the road and play tennis and just, I can just hear, hear from the inside. Fuck you, Harry. You get the fucking ball. And I'm like running out and going, Jesus Christ, everyone can hear you. <laughs> well, Oscar will go for a walk. Uh, Jasper has been for a walk. Jasper went over to the beach once, and I think he your walk once. Stop huh? Hey, stop touching your face. It's my own face, and I'm inside. I'm allowed to touch it when I'm inside. Plus, my eye with this wind, like even when I'm inside, like can you see this so yeah. puffy? Because it's the uh, hay fever. You still off the booze? Uh yes. So we started after last week. So it's not. It's our flushes like fault because someone last week in the group said you should just work your way through the different alcohols and see if some cause you to sweat and others don't. Try Jack. Which one? Which, which tea did you have? Oh, which tea? Uh, just the one in the white tin. Thank you. Milk or no? Uh, yes, with milk. But not very, just a dash. Okay. Thank you. Rob's making me tea. Because I am a lady, a lady of luxury. Anyway, so the hot flushes were like, no, you need to work through the alcohol range and see if some make you hot sweat and some don't. And I went, 
And I went, oh, I don't know. I didn't feel, I hadn't thought of that. So we just, we worked out obviously that champagne and beer made me really hot, like sweat. And so I had, um, I had a gin and tonic on Sunday night and I was absolutely fine. Oh. No hot flushes. Well, you do have a rather impressive collection of gin. I know. Did you like that? Oh my God. My friend Alison asked to see it and I was like, oh, okay, I'll show you. Cause it's only, it's only sort of new in terms of not being just sort of shoved behind things on the shelves and stuff like I just reorganized that cupboard oh that's another that's a COVID-19 clean was cleaning out the cupboard above the shelves to make it my my booze cupboard but um but I have noticed so what I'm doing is I'm drinking the fake gin during the week and then just having real gin you know on Friday and Saturday yeah can you talk about your fake gin because that just sounds right so I I we talked about it last week yeah, yeah, but I was writing about them last year and I just went, what an absolute ruse. Like, you know, this is just – they claim that, oh, no, but they've still been put through the same um, the, the same filtration and and putrif- uh, uh, purifying sort of process and stuff that they do to make gin just with, just with water. And it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's just flavoured water. Like, just get your hand off it. And, you know, they're charging 40 bucks a bottle for it, if not more. That's a risk. It's just, I mean, seriously, Cotty's Lemon Cordial has more flavour in it than this stuff. I love Cotty's Lemon Cordial. Oh, I know. Or green, green cordial. Oh, it used to be such a treat if you got the green cordial. Remember cordial? I know, right? We grew up on cordial. And I saw something on Facebook or something on somewhere about, and someone wrote about how their neighbour always had a, Tupperware container, drink flask in the fridge with orange cordial in it, and it was such a treat to go over there because it's just offered like cold cordial, cold cordial on tap. Oh my god! Imagine that. I might bring that back. <laughs> yeah, but then of course you see because we just live with you know savages, someone finishes it and doesn't replace it. Mm. It's really annoying. Do you know what? Um, do you know what I've been resenting? Oh, go on. Thank you. Uh, I just, everyone is so selfish in my house. Everyone looks after mm-hmm. their own needs first. And, you know, spending this lovely time together and I love them very much. <laughs> Darling. I love them very much. But I just also think it's been really interesting for me to notice that, um, you know, the care for the care for other people or even being aware of other people is yeah. really lacking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been the, do you know what to me? It's the ice cube tray. Oh. That's the thing for me. It's like if you finish the if you take ice cubes out of the ice cube tray, then you refill it because yeah. you're being thoughtful. A you're being thoughtful about other people who might want ice. Yeah. It's exactly that. And and yeah. things like, you know, if you make a piece of toast and you leave everything out. Yes. Is that just a disrespect for everyone else that you expect someone else is going to pick that up after you? Look at what we're look at what we're discussing, Kim. All the important stuff. But it really pissed me off. But that's why I did. I've set up the two. There were the I <laughs> I did the two pages. Uh, like uh, what did I, what would I call it? Schedule, I guess. Yeah. So the first one was the dishwasher schedule, and that's now plastered to the front of the dishwasher and everyone has a day so it's not you know you empty it you know he did it this morning so you do it no it's like on that day you empty it you refill it 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 might need to go on twice it might only go on once but that that dishwasher is your responsibility yeah that's a good idea actually and that's actually they've not pushed back on that at all they've really like like we all have a day Mm. and they and they've just sort of um and it's actually been interesting because it's made them more conscious about not leaving something on the side of the sink. Yeah. Because when they, when it's their dishwasher day and if there's lots of stuff on the side of the sink, it's really annoying. 
We used to have this um this at uni. Oh, thanks, darling. <laughs> Having said that, he's just bought me some more clothes to fold. Um, we had this system at uni where we didn't have a dishwasher. Is that we had like me and Nick and Anita's name, and every time you did the dishes, even if it was just a plate and a cup and a spoon, you put a tally mark under your name. So yes. that just meant that there was never an absolutely enormous. And if it did get an enormous pileup, if you had the most points, whoever had the least points had to do the big wash. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then I put up a sign, like, on the kitchen cupboard directly above where everyone preps everything, saying, if you have just made something in this kitchen, this is your checklist. And then it was like, have you have you put everything you have used and eaten off in the dishwasher? Have you washed up any fry pans or saucepans or you know that you have used? Have you wiped down the bench? Have you cleaned down the oven top? And then it was stove top. And then it's like... And if you have not, then get the fuck back in here and do it. And underneath I wrote, this is not a drill. Ah! And do you know what? They all actually, they all have just sort of gone, oh, yeah, fair call. Yeah. I think they realise, because you and I, we've all had these rants at our kids for decades, right? Yeah. And so I think we're now maybe at the age bracket where when you do it and you do it like that, they actually sort of go, oh, yeah, that the, you know, the gig is up, like, okay, yeah. you know, I can't like, get away with this anymore. Like, you're actually two fully functioning human beings who are capable yeah. of seeing these things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How's the, school, how's the schoolwork thing going in your house? I mean, thank God we're on holidays. But... Thank God. Um, they found that it was coming in very thick and fast towards the end, like, and – because the first week, Harry just did nothing. So the second week, I was starting to get the email saying, you know, you're going to Yeah, that's us. I was the same. <laughs> and then I showed him them and I said, dude, this is the situation. And so then he pulled his finger out in the second week. And don't you think, like, I'm actually like, Tuck, I wish I got these letters all the time. Like, you know, like, I mean, they just like, you know, they actually were saying, oh, we haven't had feel- – uh, Jasper's work or we haven't had anything from Grover and I'm like this is fantastic Jasper's maths teacher rang me it was so cool we had a huge chat she has four kids as well it was just so you know talked about how she's coping with it all and and um have you met this lady before no I still I still don't know her name she told me it was weird and I just went oh I don't know what that is um and then I was just like look you know I haven't had any I haven't had his homework from last week and I went what and then, and then she's like, but, you know, I, I, we did, we had an email, you know, chat about that and he was going to get that to me, but I still haven't seen it. This was on Thursday. And then, um, and then she was like, and also I haven't seen any of this week's. And I'm like, oh, really? And by the time I'm having this chat, I'm in his room and he's like lying, you know, on bed in his room going, what, what? I'm going, and then I looked at him and I just went, this is your math teacher. And he was just like, what? <laughs> it was so good. It was awesome. So yeah, then he came down the back room. He's in a little shirty, and he did like his whole maths work from the week before, which was a lot. I know. He showed, he showed me, and I was like, "Fuck, dude! Like, why did you not? Like, I don't even recognize anything." Oh no! Like his work, the whole thing was just was whole, or the whole thing was like algebra or something. Like it was all x's and y's, and and it, I didn't even I don't think I even saw a number. I don't do that. No, I don't do that. Well, we had an interesting run-in with Dan Murphy's. I placed an order on the 31st to be delivered the next day. Yes. And, like, on Thursday I was thinking, holy shit, that's been week, a week, 10 days or something. Um, so I had to stay on the line for an hour and a half. <gasps> and I spoke to the most delightful man, a delightful young man. Yeah. So across it um, and just I had my delivery within an hour. What? You know, when you're on the phone to call centres, you're normally just going, this is not going to end well. Yeah. you And you actually get your game face on ready for the, you know. I realise that you can't make any change, but uh, and I'm very sorry for you to be bearing the brunt of my anger, but... Ah! Well, the man, the voiceover man at Dan Murphy's kept saying, you know, please don't abuse <laughs> customer service representatives so I said to this poor bloke I said are people being cruel or mean and he, she, he said yes there's some very shirty alcoholics out there I know well um 
I think my my friend Val, who lives in Pittsburgh, I'm sure she was saying that their, like, bottle shops and stuff were closing. And so I was just like, what? I mean, if you had a legitimate, like, alcoholic alcoholism, like, that's not a great way. Like, that can actually kill you doing a detox if you can't get any alcohol. Can it? I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, like if you, yes. Like a full go and get up and have a scotch. Yeah. Mind you, there has been days where I felt like doing Well, can I say, like, so it was was a month. It was a full month um, plus two days when I had that gin and tonic from when I, you know, from the great gut ache. And, oh, my God, it tasted like... It was like a, a choir of angels. It was just, it was the best. It was so good. Oh, my God. But it's interesting because I had it. I had it. And then I was like, Ma, I'm okay. Like, it hasn't sort of, I, I wasn't then sort of like, oh, I need another one. But I'm a little yeah. bit over the alcohol memes at the moment too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't you know. Yeah. We, well, even for our age group and and all the rest, it's it's really not great if you are leaning into that as your coping mechanism. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's that's so creating a world of pain down the path. So easy to do. It's so easy to do. I remember the first week of this, Mr. Wig and I were like, Woo-hoo! we were like schoolies or something, and then we realised <laughs> that there wasn't going to be a quick end in sight to this, so that behaviour had to change. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, so your low point was, you know, calling your husband to fuck with him. He's just come in the back door. He can hear me now. Hi, darling. Uh, and, um, um, and so was what was your point. high point this week? Uh, high point, uh, Mr. Wu got some nice prawns. Oh, we had um, New Shanghai Uber Eats. <gasps> I saw that. that I saw was... that and I was like... Oh my god! Oh my god! And then I was literally in my head going, so I could get it delivered to Woogs, but then we'd have to like, and I just get them to meet me out the front, and then, and then by the time we got home, like seriously, I was in my head trying to calculate. Well, it travels tra- well. Well, well, if you get a hankering, you should totally do that. Do you do rainbow beef? Yeah. Oh man. I had pork and chives. Oh. Um, shaolong bao. Oh, like 10 other different ones. Okay, darling. They're going to tennis. Oh, God. They have to be doing stuff. Everyone in my family. Yeah. I don't. So the local tennis courts were open um, and about 10 days ago they were playing and then the council came and said get off and then locked them. But we've just discovered another tennis court, so I'm not going to say where it is. It's at the school. <laughs> um hey Kim. Hey yeah. Do you know what I haven't done for a long time? What have you done? I haven't looked in my magnifying mirror. Oh wow. Yeah. I did I I um I did my little lady shave thing on Friday. No, no, on Thursday. No, Wednesday night I did it. Because I actually went somewhere and I could feel the wind. <laughs> I can like, feel that on my legs. Oh. And it's just like, oh, dude, on your that face. out. Yeah. Just, oh, just on the jawline, I could just sort of feel a flutter of the breeze through my, you know, peach fuzz. It was Do you just, know what I had um, this week? I had a small ingrown beard hair. <gasps> No, I get one. I get one every, all the time, right? It's in the same spot. It's the same yes. one every time, and it's like an ingrown, yep, and it's really black. Really black, and it's yep. just there. And I then mean, this one here, can you see this one? I wrote about it this week, actually. I've got this one hair that grows out of here, and I'm, I'm <gasps> pluck it out, but I'm going to see how long I can get that going. <laughs> so Rob went to brush, like, a blonde sort of just hair off my face the other day and then went, I'm really oh. sorry, sweetie, but it's attached. And I went, what do you mean? That's in the middle of my cheek. I went to the bathroom and I swear to God it was about two centimetres long. But yesterday it wouldn't be. Just a that. long, straight, blonde hair just coming out of the middle of my chin, of my cheek. Of my forehead, and it might not be there one day and the next day I wake up and it's 
like an inch long. Look lively, gents. It's extraordinary. <laughs> hey, can I ask this? Yes. My husband yes. is getting better looking as he gets older and hotter. Yes. And I am not. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I think this is? I reckon this is that whole travesty of, like, men and ageing and that, and that men just – because I think it's because they have not had the amount of disrupted sleep and stress and worry that mums and women have had, and so they just age better. I mean, he looks terrific. Yeah, but like, let's be let's be honest. I mean, he does he works out, he eats well, he doesn't you know really have many vices, except for his weird obsessions. And you know, but can you hear this, honey? Uh, didn't he already go? No, no, no. That... Oh, it takes ten minutes to leave the house. Everyone here, oh, just leaving the house. Everyone has to do something last minute. So annoying. Look at the can you, look at my roots. Yes, you and Baby Mac should have a comp. I know. You know that I just so want to shave my head. Why don't you? Um, I just don't think you can do it at this point in time. I think it's just too Britney Spears. Oh yes, of course. But I think that's also probably a good idea. Like I, you know, I've always wanted to do it, but I feel like if I did it now, everyone's like, oh, she just, you know, she lost it. Well, it wouldn't be far from the truth in my circumstance. Can I tell you something? Yes. Uh, talking about binge-watching television. Yes. So I've been binge-watching today Jonah from Tonga. Oh, God, really? And so now I'm speaking like a bro. Yeah. And yeah. the other hey, day bro. I watched Kim and uh, Kath and Kim and I could not stop speaking in that accent. When I watch, um, like, The Crown, I can, I can spend days just speaking in that clipped English accent. <laughs> See you, darling. See, Alex just left and said, see you, bruh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What do you um, I have um, – so I have started watching – no, what did I watch? Well, of course we all watched Bloody Tiger King. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, and I read an article today. That man is fucking gross. Oh, they're all just the most morally reprehensible humans like, to walk the planet. Like he should never be dead out of jail. No. Um, Even though Donald uh, Trump it, it made some great memes. It did make some great memes, though. I really did love that. <laughs> that part of it was great. Um, I, God, now I can't think of what it was that we've been watching, and it was really good. I joined TikTok. Oh, have you? I'm on TikTok. I haven't made a video and I don't intend. Oh, no, neither have I. Yeah, I haven't made a video. But I did watch my kids. Oh. On, and before I got blocked. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't, I don't know what Felix's is, but Felix is like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't apparently TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, like he doesn't. Be on some just, you know, I don't even want to know, but I really do. You can see all the young, like, original TikTokers, all the 13 or 14-year-olds just looking at us old people in disgust. (laughs) The thing is, is, like, we just need to be on there enough. Yeah, you're super uncool now. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that they just are like, oh, God, like, now my mum's on it. We've got to find somewhere else. You and I should totally try and work out how to Snapchat. Oh, there's too much already. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Now we're both on. No, now we're right. both doing TikTok. I'm not doing it. I'm just stalking people. Some of them are quite funny. Are you there? Tiger thing. Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King. But there was something else that we. I thought we binge watched that was great. It's very annoying. What have we been watching on telly? That we were binge watching that was really good. He's looking at me like I've got two heads. Um, I watched all the Louis Thoreau documentaries. You what? Watched all the Louis Thoreau documentaries. Oh, Jesus. No wonder you're ready to top yourself. Speaking of topping, like this week. Yes. 
I read an article today about uh, Don McLean, right, who's one of my all-time favourite songwriters. And he's yeah. saying that the current music makes him want to go and hang himself. Wait, say that again because Jasper was just talking in the back of my ear. Yeah, I can't. You have to focus on me. Yeah. <laughs> I really do, don't I? Yeah. Yes. So tell me. I was reading Don McLean. Plain, who writes some of my favourite songs ever. He was it was a Daily Mail, something stupid that I shouldn't be reading anyway. But he said that like the current situation with music makes him want to go and hang himself. And then I read that they, I read then I read the um the comments, which is also no. Um and God, people making some really questionable life choices. Oh anyway, like, go on. Um and then people are going, Oh, he's only ever written one song. <laughs> but you know what like people saying stuff like that like you know that's just so not true it is like what an idiot uh, it just it really irks me you know when people just sort of say oh well you know it's like when people you know generate the generations poo-pooed um the uh you know rock and roll and it's just like just fuck off. Like, some of the songwriting today is astounding. I know. Um, so that's oh, what I was going to tell you. The show that we watched, that yes. we've been to watch this week, was um, Unorthodox. Oh, I couldn't get into it. Oh. Oh, it's really worth it. the. Okay, so the main – she's really odd. Like, the character. She's only just gotten to Poland. Right. Yeah. It's um, SD. It was um, – no, I really loved it. We loved it. So I have to consist. And then we uh, – I've also just watched – what's that the series with the um, – with John Kras, uh, Krasinski as the main guy, the based on the Tom Clancy movie? What's that? Uh, the books? Um, Jack. Did you really got it together? Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. So we watched the first episode of that today. And hot damn. I mean, he's good looking, so that's quite appealing. But fuck, it was really good. Darling, I'm, I'm podcasting. <laughs> oh, how meta. No, I can't. I'm in the middle of a podcast. What are they doing? Oh, who is that? Oh, it's just my son. Um, who knows that I'm doing this? What were you saying? Um, no, the, this um, Jack. What's his name? Ryan. Was really, it's really good. And all the promo posters have John Kraminski or Kravinsky or whatever his name is just sort of staring off into the distance with this kind of pathetic look on his face. So we always call it the, oh, they didn't bring me bacon face. <laughs> so now we're calling it the he didn't bring me bacon show. And it's just, but it's really good. It's really good. What's well, it called? Jack Ryan. Yeah. Okay, I'll have a look. But that's on Prime. That's on Prime. Have you got Prime? Have you got um, Amazon Prime? Oh, we've got everything. I oh, know we have. We now have every streaming service in a, in Australia. Yeah. Because apparently we needed Amazon Prime because we needed it for Grover's for Twitch or something. And I and um, but it's fantastic. There's so much good stuff on it. So now I can watch the amazing Mrs. Miss Maisel. And it's got both series of Fleabag on it, and it has it also has Thirty Rock and Seinfeld. Oh, Thirty Rock is my all-time favorite. So Thirty Rock is my that's like my when I just need pretty much every day when I finish work and I'm at home and I go to make dinner, I just put it on in the background, like just so I've got. It's good to erase your mind with it, like you totally where you are, and it's not everyone's sense of humor, Kim, but it's my sense. Of Oh, it's so my sense of humour. Oh, honestly, Jenna like, is just the best. <laughs> Jenna! Oh, God. And just you know when I'm really sad, I look up um, her performing Rural Juror <laughs> and it never <laughs> fails to lift me out of a fuck. Oh, God. Just how she just, oh, just her singing. The whole thing. But Liz and Jack's just oh. relationship, I just, good God, Lemon. He looks at what she wears and just like, that's even you know, that's even worse than the whatever else you wore. I mean, it's just stop. It's so good. Shopping at the men's department. 
what was whatever happened to you whatever traumatic event happened to you in your childhood uh lemon that made you think that you know that made you dress like this <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> this is a problem um yeah I just oh, I just love it so much oh, and you know I just re- I just started following Alec Baldwin on um Insta uh which is just hilarious because he does all these sort of rambling to camera chats and I, I swear to god you just go oh baby blues but at the same time you go well no, hair's thinning hair's thinning and growing can I give you someone to follow on Instagram yes Leslie Jordan now, Leslie Jordan is an actor probably best known from Will and Grace, and he plays Beverly Leslie, who is Karen Walker's nemesis, the small little gay. Oh, the small little man. Yeah, he is absolutely. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay. just gone, I've just gone to find him. What was his name? What was his name again? Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. And he's making these short films, and I swear to God. As someone who has a heightened sense of like, you know, things have to be really funny for me to laugh out loud. Yeah, um, yeah. And this guy is just, he's my new crush. Okay. Do you know right. he's four foot ten? Okay, well, even that's just hilarious. And I'm just looking like at the, you know, just at the mosaic of his feed. Yeah. And he's just, it's just such a funny looking little human. It's addictive because you'll just go, I'll just watch one more. I'll just watch one more. I just want, well, that was me with Alec Baldwin last night. Yeah. And I'm like, he's not even saying anything. And he tells these, he tells these glorious rambling stories about, um, Oh, just, you know, when he worked on this film or that film or he, and he knows everyone and it's just, yeah, it's really very satisfying. So he's married to a woman called Hilaria. Yes. And, and they, they have about have 15 another, children. Eight? Yeah, they yeah. have another one. And can I tell you a really funny story about this? The yoga teacher. Yeah, right. And so too much my, I've got a friend, I've got a friend in the States who sort of knows everyone and um, she moves, like, she works in a, a realm where that is feasible. And she has a couple of, I think there's a couple of women in her, in the office or that uh, are in the circle of, uh, of um, where she moves. And she, these girls see her, like, these women see her at, like, the at the yoga studio or at the gym or something. And they're all just like, yeah, she's not all that. <laughs> Oh. I just, I just love it so much. We're just such bitches. It's like she's gorgeous. She's married to Alec Baldwin. She's had five of his children. They live in these palatial homes, and then we're just like they'll still just see her at the gym, like after the gym, and just be like, she's not all that. <gasps> That's dreadful. She's not all that. I just, God, we're awful. We are awful. And, you know, I think I'm going to tease that topic out a little bit more, Kim. I have noticed in the last 10 days or so a huge upswing in the matter of trolling that I've had. And I haven't had trolling for a very long time. That one you had yesterday was a, was a corker. She was, like, obviously inebriated. I have no idea where she'd come from. But you're a piece of shit. Yes. That's why your followers are piss weak. And I'm I like, just... really? And I just love I love a troll. Like, why is it that the trolls can't spell? Oh, and I, I had I had one on Twitter too, and I'm thinking this is going straight back to 2011. Trolls <laughs> <laughs> are I'm relevant again. It's quite. It's, it's like you're um. It's like you're Renaissance. I know. <laughs> I'm doing things right. You know what you need to do now. You need to get that second book out. I know. Who said that? Who was the, the annoying person who said that? Was it Gwyneth who went, if you're not using this time to write a book or learn a new skill? Was it her that said it? Yeah, Someone yeah, said she it. Off, honestly. It's just like, I'm sorry. I'm just busy just surviving in a household of seven people. Okay. Well, I'm busy trying not to have. In, in a, a house that's probably the size of her bedroom. I haven't had a panic attack in years, but there's just this low-lying level of, doom every time I go to the shops or go out. You know? oh, okay, well, that's not good. How are we, What are we going to do about that? Well, I'll just make sure that I go out every day. Yeah. Are you doing some CBT with it? 
cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy yeah. for those yeah. that don't know yes I, like I know all this stuff and I have managed and I have stopped myself and done my breathing and focused on something over there and looked for five things and all that shit and that does help it works yeah, yeah. but it's still That's, exhausting it's it still is. exhausting living in that hyper state of like you know and I wrote about it this week too how like uh, just overthinking things. And one of the girls on the page today, we'll get to the questions in a minute, was there was a, a thread about this feeling of being tired all the time despite the fact that we're not getting up, not going to work, not exercising like mad, like, you know, letting go of things and just spending more time sort of in our own heads. Yeah. And, you know, but why are we so tired? And, and I, I can only put it down to the fact that we are sort of being still exposed to loads of levels of doom and gloom like mm. looking at those uh, coffins being buried in you. <gasps> oh all of that someone, well, that's someone's mum that's someone's daughter and they're like you know and they're being buried in a mass grave and they are just the the homeless people that so potter's field is where they bury yeah. people that don't have someone to claim the body but looking at the amount of people that don't have someone to love them it was you know and so it builds on and builds on so eventually your brain like tells your body to go into self-preservation. And yeah. that's why sometimes you are so bone tired despite having done fuck all. Do you yeah. agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, what when we're not sure, we're not getting like physically tired, but I think just emotionally, we're just emotionally exhausted. Mm. Well, because, and this is also, and you know, this is, think about when you first start a new job and how tired you are for the first few months just because you're just trying to take so much on and you're trying to adopt to a new job and, and, and work, you know, and all of that. And in essence, like for a lot of us, that's, that's exactly what we're doing. We're like back home with your kids 24-7. Hmm. Like, and people sort of go, oh, my God, they're your children. You should like, uh, not like you, haven't, you don't spend all day with them. You haven't spent all day with them. Sign up for homeschooling. Do you know what I mean? This is not <laughs> how it's supposed to look. And this isn't a holiday. It's not like you've all gone on holiday together. This is like <laughs> fuck. I'm still, I'm still meant to be. I'm still meant to be hitting my whatever it is deadlines, KPIs. It doesn't matter. While I have, you know, children around me going, "Is there? A, I'm really hungry. What's for lunch? What can I eat?" And then getting emails from teachers going, oh, I haven't had any work from, you know, little Johnny for five days. And it's just like, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. How did that rat's tail get into your lounge room? Oh, wasn't that a story? Was it like, was there a rat? Did you find the rat? No, I never found the rat. Which is, you was know. It, was that I- dusty? That's, 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 that seems very... It was just the tail because just I was looking at it going, what is that? And then I realised what it was and then I, like, when did you see all my stories? I woke up with a giant slug next to my head. On the what the fuck was a slug doing in your bedroom as well? Like, that is really bad. Like, I, I don't consider myself to be totally festy, but it's just like, yeah. Well, you know, You're I'm not festy, dude. Like, you are not festy. Like, you know, after the snake. So how did a slug get into your bedroom? Like, what the fuck? That was gross. Yeah, that's re- that was really. Yeah, it was really fat. It was a very healthy slug. Yeah. No wonder I'm on a fucking head case at the moment. You don't know what I'm going to wake up to. Speaking <laughs> of which, I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning. Like, bing, wide awake. So I went and tucked everyone in and checked on everyone because I like them when they're sleeping. <laughs> so I stupidly turned on Twitter and I watched Donald Trump for an hour in a press conference. An hour? Hmm. An hour of Trump? And then I heard Woog get up, so I went and sat, sort of had a cry and said, oh, I can't do today. And he goes, you have to go back to sleep. He said, "You honestly, please, for all of our sake, go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep until 10. Do you know what I did yesterday? What? I didn't wake up until 10.30. Nice. I mean, I was up at sort of six, but then I went back to bed. Yeah. Ten thirty, and then I just lolled around in bed until one thirty. You can have the what? The pom frit? Prawns. Oh, I thought you said the pom frit. I was like, oh. No, we're we're recording this out. Oh, that's all right because I don't. The video doesn't go up. I know, but 
I just don't want him to come in and go, who are you the fucking <laughs> Don't mess with me, dude. <laughs> okay, should we do readers' questions? Readers' questions. Uh, okay. Are you going to start or will I start? Uh, I'm not on there yet, so have you, can you start? Uh, how good's my baking been this week? Have you been impressed? Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you ready? Yes, go. All right. Oh, hang on. I'm just trying to get back to the very beginning. Oh, Nicole asks, how to not be a bitch when you're in isolation? Um, how not to be a bitch? Um, just try and keep out of everyone's way. Um, if you're feeling like you're really going to lose it, everyone, let them all know yeah. and just say, I really need some space. I'm not having a great day. I love mm-hmm. you, but I just need my own space for a bit. That's what yes. I say. Yes. It is, called using your, it is called using your words and time out. Because they're going through it too. Yeah, exactly. And it's totally okay. It's totally okay to be losing our shit. We just don't need to actually be taking it out on those around us. Yes. Um, Gillian talks about how she's experiencing a weird first days of holiday stress response. And she's emotional and wound up as tight as a nun's ass. Gillian, all I can say is that we just all are bowing down before you and all of your teaching um, fellowship because oh, you guys are doing the most bang up job in the hardest of circumstances. And my, um, my friend Sim is, you know, she said this is unlike anything she's ever imagined in her, like, you know, for what she would experience in her teaching career. She's got some kids in a classroom, she's got a lot of kids online. She's trying to do, a, you know, the curriculum for class then modifying it to whole, whole new programs that she's got to, you know, that they're using to then get stuff up online and then trying to monitor and keep in touch with kids and the children's welfare. She said she's trying to call, like, families um, every day, like, throughout oh, the week. God, I, I just take my hat off. And it's like, my God, like, above, like, this is... Oh, and she was, she was telling me, um, you know, and this was one of my big issues when it all first started, this all started to happen and people were just like, you know, grumbling that their school didn't have a good system up in place or, you know, all this sort no of stuff. And, and, and it was like, no one, this, no one was prepared for this. Like, and I don't think, I don't know how you truly could be, particularly in an educative sort of setting, I think it scrambled very quickly. I was just... And I, the, my issues around it was, you know, for those of us sitting in a relative position of privilege, we think it's just a case of there being a, you know, a curriculum up online that the children can access and do. Like, we have no concept of what it, what it is for a household where there's one computer between four kids or the family doesn't even have a computer, yeah. or there's 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 you know learning difficulties, or it's a child with a disability, or like the equity issues and the and it, we have no clue what is going on in that you know in the biggest in the bigger picture, and so they all need I, a pay rise. Oh, are they. they don't I tell you, from. teachers and nurses. Fuck. I think just all our pay structure is just completely around the wrong way. Isn't it bad? Yeah. Like teachers and teachers and nurses should be some of the best paid people in the community. Oh, absolutely. You're not going to get an argument from me. Yeah. Anyway, Christy, uh, feeling completely daunted by the potential prospect of term two learning from home. My two are in years two and four, so independent learning is not really feasible. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I feel for you. That's a tough one. And this, um, this is something else we were talking about. Um, I think where I think you and I both sort of said, you know, if we were trying to do this with toddlers or with young children, my God. I'm getting I, a signal saying poor connection. Oh, oh, is that just because you can't see me? Is that better? Oh, you know, yeah, it's gone now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you need to read them. No, I can't. Oh, you can't. Okay. All right. So maybe it's just the poor signal for the video, but you can yeah. hear me clearly? 
Yes, I can hear you clearly. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. I love you. Um, yeah, Christy, I okay, here's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> I think you have to just find as many external resources as you can possibly find. So the ABC is now doing school programming on the on the TV. So they do up until midday, I think they're doing primary school stuff and after lunch they're doing secondary school stuff. Um, and then there has to be there has to be some sort of central resource of other educational YouTube channels and um, and that sort of stuff. Like you know how there's um, Mr. Is it Mr. Wu? Alex Wu. That's the maths teacher that is an Australian maths teacher, and he has this YouTube channel that is absolutely remarkable, and it's all he about. Because I've got WooTube, and he's a WooTube. Well, there you go. That was his first. Oh, there you go. Um, so yes, we really do feel for you. Um, Belinda says, "Well, hello, possums. Mrs. Woog, please forgive me, but today I joined the dark side." I've become one of those women who are proper baking things with yeast for the first time. The kneading of dough and watching it rise was very satisfying and my hot buns, not crossed, turned out all right. If not baking, I could have been cleaning, guarding, painting the house, etc. But when I bake, I'm closer to the wine fridge. <laughs> well, I'm never, ever, ever going to diss anyone for doing something that they find relaxing. Yeah. Like at this time... You want to bake? I'll give you my address. <laughs> I um well, I made my uh, no need beer bread uh, today for the first time in about five years, and it's just yeah, it's magic. And then I made the flour and stone recipe for hot cross buns yesterday, and they were out of this world. Very good. Um, okay, did Mr. Woog survive? I don't know what that means. That might have been in response to my go and fuck yourself tirade. Oh, right, yes, public, that was from Julia. Public <laughs> abuse, which is not, like, that's not on. That's just, that's lowest of brain cells trying to bash against each other and come up with something witty and clever. But really, <laughs> you just come across looking like a complete bogan that belongs in a tiger park. Um, <laughs> So it wasn't my finest moment. He is he's a sweetheart. He sort of slunk in the back and we sort these things out pretty quickly because to be honest, life's too short. Yeah. Mm. Kirsty asks, is anyone else's sleep patterns completely crazy? Oh, I was like I've been straight off a flight from London. Um, she goes, without alcohol and with. I, I feel like I have a newborn again, up yep. every three hours and not functioning during the day. Yep. And then Jill says, I seem to be going to bed between seven and nine and then waking up between three and four yep. and then not going at, being able to get back to sleep until two. Oh. That doesn't make sense. No, everyone's like that because we're losing yeah. track of days and we've lost our rhythm of life. We've lost our weekends. Yeah. We've lost our weekends. So we don't have that. Like you do actually have to stop and count a remember what day it is. So it's kind of like all our circadian rhythms are getting out. We're not in the sun. We're not outside. We're not leaving the house. We're not yeah. moving as much. So, of course, that's going to start affecting sleep. Now, Ruthie on our page, who I love, she's a big advocate for rest of it. Mr. Wu takes a rest of it. Um, yeah. He hasn't had a good night's sleep. And if you take it for three nights in a row, it apparently can get you back on track. And they're saying, you yeah, start with a quarter. Fuck that. Just have a whole tablet. <laughs> and you do it for three nights in a row. Um, and that can generally sort your sleep patterns out. Oh, okay. Uh, Maureen says, is it wrong that I love staying home and that I never want to go out again? I do miss a couple of people. But right now I'd be happy not to have to go to the effort of putting up with anyone else's stuff ever again. <laughs> no, it's not wrong. I, I'm a bit sad because Easter is my favourite holiday uh, ever, um, and I always we always go and see, visit family and stay a night out with mums, and then we have a woog thing on Sunday lunch, which is loads of fun. Um, so I am a little bit sad about missing out on that. Yeah, um, and it's just not the same. Um, but it's only going to be one year, and 
I'm I'm still very thankful for everyone who's chosen to stay at home. What are these fuckwits up in like the Gold Coast? And people are still going on holidays. Uh, I just can't. Let's let's not even give them oxygen. Um. Uh, uh, what was I look? I I was talking to um a friend about this today on Insta. I feel um in a way, and you know, I don't want to jinx myself, but I'm just really loving this. Like, I love that we're just home. I love that I love working next to Rob, and I love being having the boys around all the time, and I love cooking for everyone every night, and I love that we're all together, and I love that we do not have like 16 different sporting and drama and music things that we have to do every week. And, and you know, that whole thing of just like where you just, you just, it's just so nice that all of those pressures are gone. Like all of that, okay, who's going to take them there? They need to be picked up. We've got to get that. Oh, here, hand over $500 for that. Hand over $140 for that. Let's just go down and uh, and we'll do that. It's so fucking nice to not have any of that. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. That's good. Um, I think that I'm I'm okay. I, what I probably am more resentful is the fact that the choice has been taken away from me. Yes, that's and right. That's yes, no one's fault. That's just the way it is. So I can't get angry about that. It's just that, like, if you're stuck at home. And someone's saying, you can't leave the house. That's like, fuck, but, you know, like, like, look at today. It was the most beautiful Sydney day this morning. Yeah. And, oh, wouldn't it have been lovely to go for a walk along the beach at Manly and get a coffee or some brunch? Um, so, but you can't do that, so you don't do that. But then you look at other fuckwits doing it and you're just like, no. Um, so, yeah, I think the fact that you cannot go yeah. is what is more Um. Uh, so yeah, oh, Sandra asked about recommendations for binge TV, books, etc. So I think we've covered that. Unorthodox was fantastic. I love the new um, Jack, whatever his name is. Um, <clears throat> we've been rewatching a couple of old like Pixar movies, which has just been really lovely. And if you um, get caught up with the latest um, episode of Will and Grace, just dropped it. Oh, you've got Stan. And you know that they've they've done three seasons recently of Will and Grace again. Yeah. So good. So if you really need a laugh um, and get to know a Leslie Jordan, a.k.a. Beverly Leslie, more, I can thoroughly, you know, that. Yeah. Uh, watching those the, the last season on Stan. Oh, okay. So Danielle asks, um, if everyone doesn't follow um, – on Insta, Danielle is Maple Bacon Breakfast. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, and she's just she's just oh she's an Australian Been living around in, forever. Australian living in Canada. She's just such a good egg. Anyway, she says my husband was leaving the house for work every day, and myself and our son have been self isolating for five weeks. I made my husband sleep in the spare room. It was bliss. He has now he has since been laid off at work, and I thought it was best that he stay in the spare room for an additional fourteen days. Of course, of course, it's still quarantining, and even from that, but that time is up. Should I let him back into the marital bed? No, I've had the best sleeps in forever. He's a bed hog, steals my pillows, and he's like a furnace. <laughs> Signed, sleepless in Canada. <laughs> it's it's a well-known fact that uh, Mr. Wig and I have had our own bedrooms for 10 years and it's been a marriage saver to us because he's an early bird, um, he snores, uh, he also gets up super early. We've got different sleep schedules um, and we just love it and we wouldn't have it any other way. And people are like, oh, there would be a intimacy. Like, fuck off, honestly, if you can't do little midnight visits or whatever, yeah. it doesn't make a difference. But I'm the same. Like, like I have a king-size bed. I have my beautiful sheets on it. I have my prints on my walls that I love. And it's my sacred space that I can escape to. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having separate bedrooms. If that's what suits you, do it. Yeah. And, Danielle, seriously, if he's not – if he's not satiated just by what you're cooking for, for dinner every day, and that should be enough. He's like, if you want me to keep cooking like this, you have to still sleep in the spare bedroom and you can just come in and fool around whenever you feel like it. Um, okay. Um, oh, Victoria wrote us a beautiful note. 
oh, about um, yeah, because it just was lovely. It made me cry. I know. Truly love you too. Without you, I think I would have done something extreme that may very well may have um, that may very well have made the national nightly news. Thank you both sincerely for your encouragement, insight, forethought and experience, as well as your empathy and understanding. You have no idea how important you both are, but my wish is you will someday. Oh. Well done, Kim and Kate. Aww. You're Kate, Victoria? Yes, we thrive on that shit. No, but um, that's why we decided that we'd just keep pushing through with the podcast. Um, yes. And, and it's for, for Kim and I, it's actually so important for us to keep doing it because yes. we think that, you know, the community is wonderful and we're just lucky to be able to get to do this. So thank yeah. you for listening. Yes, thank you. Yeah. We, it's just so, yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's such an important thing for both Kate and I. And if we, you know, yeah, just if we're helping anyone or just even putting a smile on someone's face or making their day a little bit less shitty, holy moly, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jane asks, uh, how to have both parents work from home and homeschool? Yeah. Well, I think we've sort of touched on that. Yep. Uh, we do our readers' questions. This is Grove is asking if we do a Q&A. Yes, I am recording. Sorry. Um, I think – oh, so did I – I think I told you last week about what how we ended up – yeah, I did, how we set, then ended up setting up the schedule and just yep. that the mornings are – and that seems to still be working quite well. Good. Oh, and then, yes, Anna's the one who asked about why isolation is so incredibly exhausting. Well, I hope we've answered that one for you. Yeah. And, oh, the Groundhog Day thing. I think I think the Groundhog Day feeling was really prevalent this week. Yeah, like, particularly around Particularly around Tuesday and Thursday. It yep. just seemed like everyone was like. And we had a full moon during that time too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kylie says, anyone else worried about that their marriage won't survive the stress of the situation we have all found ourselves in. We were already on shaky ground before this happened, but at least I had work, shopping, etc., to get me out of the house to give myself a break from the situation. I am now feeling very trapped. We don't even have a spare bedroom I can move in, um, into or give myself some space at night. Do you have any tips on what I can do to get through this? I think that you are so not alone in that. I know so many people who are going through something very similar. Um, it's a sad situation that, you know, I'm lucky that Mr. Wook has an office and he's working from that office by himself. Yeah. Uh, he's going in every every morning. Uh, I think that having him around would, would be difficult. Um, mm. But, you know, and you don't have any of that secret squirrel time. That you get yeah. Yeah. Um, I just tipped my cup of tea all over the lounge. Um, yeah, and I think, look, there's a um, – oh, Kylie, there was a – on one of the podcasts that I listened to um, called uh, Pivot, Esther Perel was talking this week, and Esther Perel is a French um, psychologist who specialises in relationships – um, what I'll do is I'll actually put a link up to it under where your question is um, because that might have some helpful stuff in it because um, this is, I mean, this is, you know, way out of our league because, um, you know, A, we don't know the full history and situation that you're going through, but I just think, um, and Esther Perel actually has a really wonderful uh, podcast as well where she does a session People volunteer and they sort of ring up and they give their, you know, their sort of, um, they do almost like a like a, a pitch of why they need help, and um and she then and then the podcast is like about an hour long special where she talks to these two people like through their relationship and where they're at and stuff and it's fascinating. Um, I can't listen to too many of them in one go because it's just too. Oh, it's pretty emotionally intense. But you, there might be some things in there, Kylie, that you find really helpful. So I'll put up a link to that one as well. And I just want to bring up this, Kylie. Is it 
relationships aren't easy. They are not easy, you know, and especially those long-term relationships because you are not the same people that you were when you first met. What the fuck are you doing here? What's that noise? Who? You. Oh, I was just filling up. I was just filling. I was just had the tap on. You need to focus. I am focused, but I just spilt my tea all over my, over all over this couch. Anyway, so as I was saying, they are hard. You are not the same person. I always say, oh, for fuck's sake, Kim, what was that? When? I'm hearing it's like there's a baby elephant in the room. That's my children just walking around. (laughs) (laughs) So I always say, I'm going to close with this, that you either grow together or you grow apart. And it's okay to grow apart because you do change. And it's just that if you have that resentment, um, yeah. Then you, then that's not good. It's not good to live like that. And and you either got to work on it or sort of accept that maybe it's time that that season's over. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um. Uh, Candy says wine pairing with Devon and cheese toasties. Discuss. I all day, all day. I would go absolutely Vale Riesling. <laughs> I think wine actually. Boys, can you please just keep it down for another five minutes? Um, Oscar, oh my God. Oscar, that's your phone. Now that 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 actually was an elephant. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, Lindell says, says, is there such a thing as daycare for kittens? Why won't my teenagers step up and help out now we are all stuck at home? Because you just have to look. You just, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I am very grateful at the moment that my teenagers are stepping up. So, but I did have to do a bit of a, almost a mum yell. Oh, I fucking lost my shit. I absolutely 100% lost it. Like last week, I just cried. Crying is really good in front of the kids because um, it really psychologically fucks them up. Yeah, it does actually. Into guilt tasking. Yeah. Yes. You have to be sort of at a real low to get to to that point, I think. Yeah. Um, And there's a few people. There's a few people in the in the feed giving some good uh, beauty tips and advice. So everyone should go and check that out. Um, but I reckon that's about it today. I know. Um, what, what are you looking forward to this week, Mrs. Work? Fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to reading Shannon Malloy's book 14. That's what I'm <gasps> Yes. And very exciting. he really needs us to start talking about it because, you know, he's launched a book at the absolute fucking worst time you could ever launch a book. I know. Order that. Uh, He wanted to send me a copy, and I said, "No, support the arts, people. You have to support the arts. Support the arts because the the arts is the essence of everything beautiful in our life. And and if we don't have the arts, like you have a look at the history of art, it's always going to be there. It's just like writing and storytelling. That's why I still blog because everyone's moved on to content creation, but. Storytelling is the oldest art in the world. So support the arts, people. Yes. And with that, as we like to say, just just keep plucking. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.